150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 5. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world and to count down the top countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Today's Episode 5, yesterday was Episode 6, tomorrow's Episode 4, and so on. Uh, We have been doing this for about 10 years Persecuted Church Awareness Month is the month of November, and 30, the top 30 countries is what we count down through that time. A couple of years back, I expanded it out to do the whole year, and so from January to October, we count down from 50 to 31, a couple every month, and then again, thir- uh, November being Persecuted Church Awareness Month, we do every single day uh, the top 30 countries and bring stories to you about persecution of our brothers and sisters around the world because of their faith in Christ. So that's a little background on the podcast for those who might be new. Today, uh, all that being said, it is Thursday, November 26th. Uh, For those in the States, happy Thanksgiving. And this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from worthynews.com. A Christian teacher in Egypt reportedly faces charges of defaming Islam because of comments he made in a response to a Facebook post earlier this month. Morningstar News reports Yusef Hani from the city of Ismailia is understood to have been arrested on November 11th and charged under Article 98F of Egypt's penal code, which prohibits insulting Islam, Christianity, or Judaism, religions described by the law as quote-unquote heavenly. Together with a Muslim woman identified by her social media name, Sandosa, Hani was charged after replying to a Facebook post from a Muslim opposed to critics of Islam made by, a fr- by French President Emmanuel Macron. Okay, yeah. <laughs> replying to a Facebook post from a Muslim opposed to criticisms of Islam made by French President M- Emmanuel Macron. Charged under a law that provides for a minimum of six months in jail, Hani and Sandosa face sentences of up to five years imprisonment and a fine of between 30 and 60 U.S. dollars. The two were reportedly released on bail on November 14th, Morningstar News said. Although the law is supposed to protect Christianity as well, it is used almost exclusively to silence criticism of Islam, even though Christianity is often publicly criticized, Morningstar News said. It is also unclear which sorts of words or actions might result in arrest and charges being brought. Makarios Laws, director of the Minority and Religious Groups Department of the Egyptian Commission for Rights and Freedoms, has stated that the law, quote, does not clearly and expressly define contempt or of or defamation of and leaves the notion loose and unreliable, unquote, Morning, Morning Star News reports. So again, we see where some of these countries on paper, they, they look like they provide religious freedoms and so on, but the reality is most of these laws, blasphemy laws and so on, are used expressly against our Christian brothers and sisters uh, because of their uh, speaking out with the, with the gospel of Jesus Christ and 
criticizing other religions as well. So pray for our brothers and sisters in Egypt. Pray for uh, Mr. Hani, our brother Mr. Hani um, in Egypt as well. This from persecution.org. Grace Prayer House, a church affiliated with the Indian Pentecostal Church in India's Tamil Nadu state, was forced to close earlier this month after local officials demanded the pastor stop conducting worship services. According to the church's pastor, this demand was the work of radical Hindu nationalists influenced, influencing the local government. On November 12th, Pastor John Francis was told by the Mandal Re Revenue Officer to shut down Grace Prayer House. The church has remained closed since Pastor Francis was served notice by the official. The shutdown order was issued just a few months after the church was threatened by a mob of nationalists in September. Fifty members of the Hindu Munani group, led by a man named Subramanayam, attacked prayer Grace Prayer House. The nationalists demanded Pastor Francis shut down the church and leave the village. According to Pastor Francis, the nationalists also accused him of being involved in converting locals to Christianity and running the church illegally. The Hindu Munani went, in, went on to say that they would not allow the church to remain in the village. Quote, the Hindu radicals influenced the local leaders, unquote, Pastor Francis told International Christian Concern. Quote, the village uh, Panchayat asked me to agree in writing that I would not run the church when I sought permission to build my house, unquote. Quote, this is discrimination, Pastor Francis continued. We don't have freedom to worship or practice our faith. The police, village Panchayat, and revenue department are all working hand in glove with the Hindu radicals, unquote. He continues, quote, there have been several high court orders on house churches in Tamil Nadu that say we do not require prior permission to hold services. However, the Mandel Revenue Officer issued a notice to stop the prayers unless I got permission. I am confused and scared of what is going to happen to me and my church. I do not have the resources to fight this case in court. I am worried that I may have to close down the church and move to a different area, unquote. Grace Prayer House is home to 40 Christian members who regularly gather for worship. Established in Karuvalur village, the church is located in the Coimbatore district where the Hindu Munani has similarly, similarly targeted uh, other house churches in recent years. So again, just an example of what is happening in India more and more in the last couple of years as the, the I think it's the BJP party has come to power. Uh, fundamentalist Hindus um, are coming out and more and more against Christian churches in the area. Pray for our brothers in the Indian Pentecostal Church. I actually know uh, personally a few of them. I've preached in uh, Antarvedapalam uh, in Andhra Pradesh at the Indian Pentecostal Church. So um, these guys are, are a little kind of near and dear to my heart. Um, although we would probably have some theological differences now that I'm no longer Pentecostal and more Reformed, but these are still brothers who are preaching the gospel, um, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, calling people to repentance and faith. Um, it wouldn't be what we would refer to, what we would consider word faith or anything like that, even though in given situations we would still be praying for those guys as well, because the the Hindus and the Muslims and so on who are who are persecuting our brothers and sisters are not looking at theology 
anybody who claims the name of Christ is going to be persecuted in these areas. So we need to keep them all in prayer. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for this week, or today, which is number five, Pakistan. Um, we have talked a whole lot about Pakistan in the last couple of weeks. Um, very active uh, persecution going on over there right now. Uh, continue to pray for uh, Arzu Raja. And we'll get into a little bit about Pakistan. So the region is Asia. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. The persecution level is extreme. The population is 204,596,000, of which about 4,015,000 are Christians. So slightly under 2% of the population is Christian. The main religion is Islam. The government is a federal republic. And the leader is Prime Minister Imran Khan. In 1947, the year of the country's independence, the situation for Christians became more complicated as Pakistan officially became a Muslim state. All Christians suffer from institutionalized discrimination, illustrated by the fact that occupations seen as low, dirty, and derogatory are reserved, by Christian, reserved for Christians by the authorities. Many Christians are poor and some are victims of bonded labor. There are middle-class Christians as well, but this does not save them from being marginalized or persecuted. Historic churches like Anglican or Roman Catholic churches have targeted have relative freedom for worship, but they are heavily monitored and extremists, extremists regularly target them for attacks. The last one occurring in December 2017. Christian churches that are active in outreach and youth work face more persecution then general Christians are regarded as second-class citizens. Also, the country's anti-blasphemy laws are disproportionately applied against the Christian minority, making it difficult and dangerous to live out one's faith in public. These laws tend to target religious minorities, including Muslim minorities, but affect the Christian minority in particular, given their overall percentage of population. In May 2019, a landlord killed a Christian worker because he dared to work for another employer. According to the report by Morningstar News, this case illustrates that low social status of, the, of most Christians is just a glimpse of the many similar cases that often go unreported. Although there have been no major bombing attacks since church, against church buildings in the 2020 World Watch List reporting period, dozens of smaller quote-unquote everyday attacks against churches and cemeteries occur. One example is the desecration of the Christian Cemetery of Okara on May 12, 2019. So some prayer points for Pakistan. Pakistan is an Islamic republic that suffers from a plethora of radical Islamic groups. Pray the Pakistani government passes laws that will protect the Christians and other religious minorities in the country. Pray for peace for Christians who converted from Islam. Family and friends and neighbors see these conversions as shaming the community. Pray Christians under, accused under blasphemy laws will not face violence or mob justice and that they would stand strong in the midst of this dangerous trial. Please pray for protection of Christian women and girls who are often raped and then forcefully married to Muslim men in the community. This often results in forced conversions. Let's pray. Father, thank you again. Thank you for the time we have to come together to uh, praise you, to worship you, and to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their, their faith in you, Lord. We praise you for the medium that you've provided for us, the social media that we can come together across vast distances 
um, and even across time, as many people come and watch these later in the day, later in the week, um, listening online, Lord, but yet still joining their voices with us as, as one as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. We pray for our brother, Mr. Hani, in, in Egypt, Lord, who's been accused of, of uh, disrespecting Islam and arrested. Lord, we pray that, that you would provide for whatever fines he may receive, uh, whatever jail time he may receive, that you would, you would show, uh, intervene and show mercy for that, Lord, and that you would step in and help to change the laws in Egypt, Lord, that, that these wouldn't be unfairly used against Christians, but freedom of speech and freedom of religion would be something that is enjoyed by our brothers and sisters there. We also pray for our brothers and sisters in India, um, in the Indian Pentecostal Church, Lord, we pray that, that you would um, strengthen the faith of those who are part of this church and that you would uh, be with Pastor Francis there and help him to open his church back up um, that they would openly and uh, boldly proclaim your gospel and that you would protect them from persecution from uh, these fundamentalist Hindus that, that want to shut them down and the government that is working alongside of them. Lord, be glorified in this situation. We pray that, that you would use uh, Pastor Francis and his church and their witness to draw more and more people to yourself. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Pakistan. We do pray that you would intervene with the, the government there, Lord, that, that laws would be passed, that our brothers and sisters would have freedom of religion and freedom of, of religious expression as well. We pray for those who have converted from Islam to Christianity. Protect them from their communities that often ostracize and attack because of this, this conversion. And Lord, but use their, their witness and their testimony and their proclamation of the gospel to draw others in their family and friends to, the, to yourself as well, Lord. We pray that uh, for those Christians who are unjustly accused under blasphemy laws, that you would protect them as well. Lord, again, we ask for, for uh, our brothers and sisters there to enjoy a religious freedom that, that we enjoy here and that you would intervene in those situations. Uh, protect them from the violence that happens because of these unjust accusations. And we pray for the young ladies, Christian women uh, who are often, and girls who are often kidnapped, forced to marry, raped, and forced to convert to Islam, Lord. We pray that, that you would stand with them, that you would protect them from abduction, protect them from, uh, from rape and from all the, the persecution that happens because they are young Christian girls. And Lord, that, that you would, even those who, uh, as we've recently prayed for um, in, the, in the past couple of weeks, Lord, those who have done these things, that you would you would call them to repentance and faith and that even their abductors would come to know you. Um, and in all these things, again, Lord, we thank you so much and we pray that you are glorified in all of these situations because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you again, guys, for, for joining us. Um, we got four more days after today. So if you know anybody who's willing to, for the next just couple of days, take 15 to 20 minutes out of their day to join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith in Christ. Invite them to come to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. I'll get them approved uh, to join that, and they can uh, participate in either the live streaming, which we'll do for the next four days, or watching later in the day. Um, uh, go over to uh, YouTube. You can join the 
uh, Evangelical Norm YouTube page. Hit the subscribe and get all the content that is released there. Or you can get any of these podcasts as an audio form. If you don't have time to sit down, watch a 15-minute video, you can download it, put it in your earbuds, take it with you, and still join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world simply because of their faith in Jesus. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.